fake gold hair and cut up lips missing two little fingertips raspy voices and the night she's a restless spirit on an endless flight <laughs> well, I knew that was a perfect way to open this up. Oh, sorry, that was funny. <laughs> anyway, speaking of which, hello everybody. Welcome to another session of Thumbs Up or Down, You Decide. I'm Eric Chappelle. I'm Melissa Lynch. <laughs> And uh, joining us is Maya Taylor as well. Oh, hey. that was funny, <laughs> I uh, opened up with uh, my own rendition of Witchy Woman. Oh. To relate to today's topic, which is uh, the witches. Now, uh, for those who uh, listened to us beforehand a few weeks ago, Melissa and I uh, talked about our first experience watching Noel Stagg's adaptation of Roald Dahl's The Witches, produced by Jim Henson. Uh, notably the last film he majorly produced and got heavily involved with. I figured, you know, it might be interesting to talk about. Uh, Melissa and I, we both kind of admitted we're, we were kind of mixed on it, and I think that could just be the fact that maybe we just didn't have the nostalgia for it. Am I right? Yeah, I, I would say it. Mm. This is one of those movies where I have very, very mixed emotions. And quite frankly... The 1990 film, right? As well as the new film... I can't say I'm a big fan of either, not gonna lie. Th- uh, this is a film which I have very mixed feelings about. Yeah, uh, that's definitely how I describe my feelings towards the original. Um, I appreciate a lot of the practical effects, especially the makeup, especially for it being Jim Henson's team. It's like, no, no complaints there. Uh, and especially on the mice as well. Like, I thought the puppetry with them was really well done for the time. And as you brought up with the remake, uh, that was also one of the reasons why we talked about it was uh, we wanted to do a bit of a compare contrast and the team that was behind it, of course. I mean, you had Robert Zemeckis uh, directing the film, but also Alfonso Cuaron co-producing it. Uh, You had Guillermo del Toro uh, also producing as well as uh, co-writing the script. And um, there was a... And I believe Zemeckis also co-wrote as well, but I'm, there was a third writer that I'm trying to remember. Let me just look up that name real quick. Uh, Kenya Barris, or Barry. And uh, he's uh, actually been writing a lot of television lately. Uh, been recently one of the main creators uh, behind Blackish. So uh, there were definitely some changes that definitely got me interested, especially with like uh, their change in the time period as well as location. Cause, but uh, I, I think I'll save that for later because... Uh, that, that, that's something I definitely am going to get a little bit into. Um, but I'll say this. Um, I thought the best part about the remake was Octavia Spencer. I, I, thought, I could agree with that, yes. I thought her, role, uh, her performance as the grandma, uh, regardless of how it was written, I thought she made this performance really enjoyable. The second one? Yes. yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. She was the best part of this entire freaking yeah. movie. Best part, easily, hands down. Mm-hmm. I loved her performance. No, I liked the kid, too. No, I actually... Well, I, li- I liked the kid, too, a yeah. lot. But yeah, I liked the kid who played Luke. I thought he did I fine. I personally... Well, 
Let me liked see what it was. the actors in the second one better. I know I can agree with that definitely. I like I definitely liked the actors in, in the second film more than I liked uh, the the main actors in the first one. I'm definitely not going to knock you for that. I definitely think that in some parts of it, uh, or for the most part, yeah, the acting was definitely better than the original, at least in terms of the protagonist's parts. But out of all of them, I definitely felt uh, Octavia Spencer handled her role the best. Mm -hmm. I will admit there is one part about her character that I will also bring up as, um, and that's just mostly with the uh, writing, but I'll get to that later. Um, Another thing I will give props to is for a film that does advertise itself uh, more on the horror aspect, I-, I thought that element of the witches was handled or, or, or was represented better here than in the original. Like, I definitely felt like this this remake was definitely more leaning towards the horror film side of things is than the, the original. Is the original considered a horror film? Because truth be told... It might just be considered a dark fantasy, like... Uh, I don't say. Book. It. I, I yeah, it's I, a dark. I don't. I don't. I didn't consider the first. I did, the, the first one wasn't. Yeah, it, it didn't really come off yeah. as more of a horror film, but it's like, I not like the second one did. My God. Yeah, I mean that's definitely what I was expecting with Guillermo del Toro uh, producing it. Batman and that's horror and, films, dude. Yeah, he, he loves himself some monster movies, and yeah, clearly. And, and that's another thing I'll say as well. Uh, I mean, that's something that it attributes to how this handles well as a horror film is that a lot of the production value, uh, especially with the hotel, I thought that part. Uh, You're saying uh, in the second movie? Yeah, yeah, in the second. Yeah. Movie. The third and final thing that I did like about this movie over the original. Um, on one hand, truer to the book's ending, uh, about, you know, because yeah. the, not to spoil, uh, not to go into spoilers about the, uh, nine, uh, the 90s film, but, uh, basically at the end, Luke gets turned back, and, uh, but I'll say, uh, I'll say that much. Um, with that said, uh, this was, a, I'm, mm. I've given this enough time to think about it, this was a pretty bad movie. Where, where, where do we begin with this one? Um, <laughs> Well, when comparing them, um, and from from my perspective, I'm really trying to think hard here. I don't know if there's a lot of things to compare with this. I mean, yeah, a lot of you could say. I mean, they both have their own their own spin on the way they do things, but the overall plot of there's a witch. She does. Uh, there, there's a witch and several fellow witches following her. They obviously don't like children. They, they don't become like the mice they, in the hotel. They they don't they don't um, the whole thing with the whole chocolate bar scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they are trying to get rid of all children. They don't like the way that they smell, etc. Mm-hmm. etc. There's certain details that yeah, all of that's there from uh, the original fins of this film. Uh, the fact that even despite the fact that it's in a diff- completely different scenario, mm-hmm. um, even the whole snake scene was still added in with the first witch trying to lure the main boy character into the into her trap. Uh, there was a, clearly a, a lot of CGI added to the, the second one, especially with that freaking snake. Oh, God, yeah. And in, in uh, the, the arms store. as well. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, the CGI in this, uh, you could definitely tell this is a Robert Zemeckis movie because he just, uh, much like George Lucas, just like got obsessed with CGI and is just like constantly using special effects over and over again. But, um, 
<laughs> oh, that's a perfect reaction, honestly. <laughs> but what's it called? Uh, so, I mean, yeah, overall, like, I can say that when it comes to similarities, for the most part, the storyline, the plot of them trying mm-hmm. to stop witches and stuff like that is basically the same. However, way they executed it, and just the details, and the acting, and just, uh, everything... <sighs> Made these two stories made were were there were so many things contrasting them. It's not even funny. First off, I will say that the I did like the production for the second one a lot better than I liked the first. I liked the way that the witch in the first movie, the the way the grand witch in the first movie passed away. First of all, I didn't like the fact that I did I I don't like the the way that the second movie ended. I like Octavia Spencer and the kid. Yeah, uh, I, but I hate the way the second film ended. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, granted, while I gave credit to how that some of it was uh, more a little bit more accurate to the book, there are other parts about it that go. You just go, wait, what? I'm not gonna lie. This film also is one of the guilty of being one of those films where it kind of spoils the ending a uh, tiny bit in the beginning. I mean, when you have it narrated by one of the characters talking about one of their experiences, uh, you already get the feeling that they're going to make it through the end. So that's already out there in the beginning. But there are some things that when it gets to the credits, like you you even heard me screaming that. But your first reaction when you saw the freaking ending was, are you kidding me? What? Mm Mm-hmm. It flew out of your mouth. I mean, you you, you couldn't <laughs> fathom how they could have ended it that way. Yeah, the writing in this film is just so all over the place. And the tone of it, like, even though it does emphasize more of the horror uh, element of it, uh, thanks to Guillermo del Toro, a lot of it is just so... I can definitely understand why they decided to put this out into streaming instead of saving it for theaters. Because I don't think this would make its budget back, I think, if it made it to theaters. Because... The way it changes some of the things up it, from the from the book and the original film, like for example, uh, it takes place in 1960s Alabama. Like uh... honestly, ha- like honestly, had it not mentioned like uh, what time place it took place, would it matter? I don't think so. The way the hotel is constructed is that it's basically a former plantation modeled into a hotel. Considering that it had uh, Kenya Barris and also Guillermo del Toro attached to it, you'd think it would also go more into that idea about how, like, you know, we face real monsters out in this world, but there are also the other kind of monsters that we face in our day-to-day lives. And that could have been something that they could have really gone a little bit into, but they barely mention it as a footnote, uh, especially with that moment at the end where she's finally giving uh, the hotel uh, employees uh, those hefty tips and payments. It's like, it's nice to have that, but it's like, I would have liked a little bit more of that if you're gonna show it to me. Between the storyline, how they executed the the, the, the events, and and once I go into other details, my mind goes into even more details and I end up getting lost with this. This this Mm -hmm. movie is one of those things, one of those movies where my, my thoughts are becoming very, very jumbled, and I need to... It almost feels like I need to organize them, because... Yeah, this is one of the reasons why I'm glad I started doing this podcast instead of writing reviews now, because I'm just glad I could get this out out, uh, out of my mouth. Uh, because, fr- quite frankly, like I said, the production value is not... 
It's not the problem. It's 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 really not not the biggest not 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 the problem. The the problem here for, with me is the detailing with with how they executed certain scenes, the freaking atrocious acting by Han- Anne Hathaway. What the oh hell my were God. you thinking? Yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. It's like even what though, the hell were you thinking? Oh my God, Anne Hathaway is so bad in this. I Jesus. am someone who loves Anne Hathaway. I'm I had a big just re- fan I, of hers. I had just recently shown you Colossal, and that's a great film that I still love. And oh my god! But with this, it's like Jesus, what? Completely happened? overacting, completely overdoing it with her accents. And oh my god, the I mean, CGI I, I got of, really distracting on her for face. This was more like actually, I don't even know if if I understand that because quite frankly. Have you, I'm assuming you've seen um, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, right? Oh, yeah. Her, her, her movements and the way she was acting out her character in that reminded me a lot of this, except it seemed like she was pushing it even further and doing it, and I'm like, okay, dude, that works for that character. And it was subtle. Was it? It was appropriate. In comparison, for yeah. The, for, for that character that you were playing in, in, in that movie. With this, it was way too much and it just dragged on. It was like, mm-hmm. stop talking is what you practically want to tell her half the time. Especially when it came to her trying to tell when, 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 when the, the, the kitchen staff, when, when, when Stanley Tucci's character, who I loved in this movie. I, 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 I've never seen, that, seen him thus far play a bad character. Then don't ever ask me to show you any of the Transformers movies. Or at least the last two he was in. He, in, All right. Anyway, in the last one, he, in the last one he was in, he played a drunk Merlin. From what I've seen so far, he what he's he's never been that bad with his performances. And like I said, I, I still as far as you know. Shut up. Anywho, <laughs> in this movie, he wasn't that bad. When he was when during the scene when when he's asking them what soup her and her 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 staff want to eat. I'm sorry, I'm rolling my eyes just thinking about this freaking scene right here. When she's just sitting the there telling point. him split pea soup and she's saying no garlic, what was the point of saying garlic the way you d- I mean, it would have made sense if the potion was garlic scented. That probably would have given it away. I would have understood it that way. But they don't... Yeah, it's something that comes well, out of nowhere. It like, just, it's not even what? the fact that of, of no... It's... It's not even just about the sister. It's the way she said it. I mean, it would have made sense. I'm like, I, I think I would have let it go if the twist was she wasn't a witch. She's a vampire. It's not even just the fact that like, said she even said it to begin with. It's just the fact of the way that gar. I'm like, stop! <laughs> stop with the stupid accent bullshit! Stop! See. <laughs> it, it's so her oh, accent yeah. is so inconsistent. It goes from one accent to another, to another, to and and just like I said, the way she's, I'm like, I don't know, I I don't know if this, I don't know if this is you actually fetching it, or I don't know if this is just hearing Morgan constantly talk about it as we were watching it with her. Well, because like she had a point, like it went from (laughs) freaking Russian to like Irish or German, and then to I don't know what the hell kind of accent you're trying to pull off saying garlic. She's trying to go for Willie. <laughs> well, Groundskeeper Willie needs no garlic in his soup. One Stop point. overdoing it. 
Like I, she's like, secretly a vampire. That's why she's got the bad accent. And like she's said, trying to I'm mimic sh- Transylvania. I'm shocked that her. I'm even saying this because, like I said, I'm typically a very big fan of Anne Hathaway. Typically, a massive fan of hers. I, I haven't seen many of her performances that I, I, I didn't like genuinely. I wasn't too big about the hustle. Uh, the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that she did with Rebel Wilson last year. I don't think I I've ever see seen that. It's not good. Aside, aside from her acting, the only other um, complaint, a real complaint I have about this movie is the amount of CGI that is added to it. Yes, and again, it that's why... It was too much, and it was... Over just oh and, god! And, and uh, before I forget, I want to bring up another film, uh, also produced and co-written by Guillermo del Toro, "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark." Um, that came out last year, and uh, the director was Andre Overedal. He still left it in the hands of a director who still understood the kind of material he was handling, mm. and he even went as far as to realize it's like okay. I need to actually pull out all the stuff to make this work. And yet, when you've got someone who's a lifelong legendary director, like Robert Zemeckis, I mean, like you said, Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Walk, like I said, I think that's a fantastic film that definitely should be up there with his filmography. Forrest Gump, also. Uh, mm-hmm. Castaway. Even Polar Express, to a certain extent. Like, I mean, with the kind of career that he's had, it's like, you would think he would put all the stuff to, like, make this work the best way he can, but instead, he just decides to go for the cheaper route and just do CGI all over the place. And as much as I hate to break it, I feel like Del Toro should have directed this. Or maybe Coron. Either way, I felt like Zemeckis was just the wrong choice to direct this. Especially um, with a lot of the, a lot of the uh, new kinds of... Uh, political elements that they wanted to bring up having this take place in Alabama instead of uh, Britain or wherever the original took place I Um, I don't know if I've said it before on this podcast but I will say it now I've always considered CGI and special effects um, to be kind of like sex scenes in a film only add them in when it's absolutely necessary and it moves the story forward and I'm sorry, but the CGI that was added to this film was just way too much. It was all over the place. It looked bad. It, I'm just going to say right now, it, it, it honestly looked bad I in some appre- places. I appreciate... I definitely appreciate the, the puppetry with the first film. However, I will admit, mm-hmm. I do like the CGI that, that, that they did on the mice in the second film. To me, that CGI was well done. Like, so I appreciate the puppetry that was done in the first film. I obviously, for the time, I thought that the puppetry was definitely well done, but didn't mind the CGI on mice in the second film. I didn't mind it on the the witches, I'll say that much. Because, uh, I mean, actually, I to me it kind of makes sense. Because, like, you know, they're otherworldly creatures. It's like, I kind of expect them to, like, be completely uh, out of the ordinary. Like, uh one of the scenes in which I thought that the CGI just was overkill was with her hands. With them with them growing and... Str- I, I just... That CGI was just completely overkill. Yeah, I mean, like, the one scene where I thought it made sense was the vents, but, yeah, like, that one scene in the bedroom, it's like, you could have easily done that with practical effects. Like I said, it just... It especially, the, got dis- it especially got distracting with her mouth. 
which oh god made her look like a mix between um venom ve- upgrade uh which we is a much better horror film honestly and really? uh really what is it uh, pennywise uh and oh god yes yeah pennywise venom and the joker like any sort of scenario where you could think of like a cut open mouth and sharp teeth it it, it was it was ridiculous just use practical effects. That, and I'm not going to lie to you, the, 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 I saw inconsistencies with the description of how Octavia Spencer's character described the witches compared to how they, they, they looked mm-hmm. in that room because she, she mentioned uh, they get rashes on, on their heads from the wigs that they wear and stuff like that. I, will admit, I did see that with a couple of them. They, they definitely match the description a lot better in the first film than they did the second film. Because with the second film, I saw it, but... Yeah, it go, definitely I wasn't mean, prominent enough. It was... I mean, go for it. I mean, be consistent with what you're saying they look like. Yeah, it's like, if, if you want, it's like, make it look like Anne Hathaway has been scalped. Then she'd be a literal redhead. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. But, I mean... <laughs> It just like yeah, puns yeah, aside, just, yeah. I don't know. There, there's just there's so many <clears throat> aspects of this film that really bothered me. Another thing I wanted to bring up is that uh, I had really high hopes for this movie, and from the cast alone, let alone Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I was more disappointed was, by I was more disappointed by who was behind the camera, honestly. That, that and I'm just. It, it, I don't know. I had a lot of high hopes for this movie, given, like I said, everything, and I left very disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. The only, the only. I'm just now the, looking on Wikipedia right now, and hold on, I need to double check IMDb to make sure I'm confirming this because I'm just realizing. Oh my god, they didn't. <laughs> they just called him Hero Boy. What? I. Are you kidding me? Hey everybody, just a bit of a post-edit uh, correction that I wanted to put out. Uh, originally, I had said that the the main protagonist boy in the book was named Luke, like he was in the movie. Uh, I was wrong. He was unnamed as he was in the book, so the remake was faithful in that aspect, although it's still hard not to think of that implication otherwise. Uh, moving on, thank you. Wow! Oh my g- Wow! Oh, I, uh, oh, that, why why did you do that people that is not good because like i mean think about it it's like oh yeah the original the white kid gets a name but in the remake he's just called boy yeah that's not gonna seem wrong to some to a lot of that's people. not gonna seem ra- hi- highly racist to some thank people. you that's uh, racist it's racist this is oh, jesus that's, wow that's some racist bullshit Hero he doesn't boy. have a literal. Hero he, boy. He doesn't have an actual name. They gave all the white characters names. This just <laughs> this just brought it down to a whole new level. Wow. Oh Jesus, Lord, people! Oh my God, I I now completely forgot what I was talking about. Now. <laughs> oh my God. Now I remember. I remember what I was going to talk about because. Uh, <laughs> They don't really make much of a conflict out of Octavia Spencer's sickness. Did you notice that? Um, it didn't really play that much uh, in well, the story, the thing or is, even is she. She. The reason why is because she mentioned it was because of the witches. It wasn't like it was like 
oh god, she's having a stroke or she's dying from COVID or some shit like that, okay? Yeah, well, what's also revealed in the book is that uh, the grandmother has about the same amount of years to let to live as the kid. I thought that was going to play later on into the story that she, uh, instead of being turned into an animal like her friend was with her first encounter with the witch, she was uh, given a temperamental uh, illness that would that that took away half her life. Like I thought that's where what they were going to go for. Like she was probably going to die earlier than she was go- than she was originally intended to. I don't know. I'm I'm diving into like something they could yeah, have done I was, I was as opposed say, to I, I, like, what should have been. Uh, yeah, I, I you were you're actually thinking about though that chicken scene was freaking horrifying. Oh dear God! Holy shit! Like that is that is the scariest transformation. All I, I thought have... was please do not kill her for like th- that that. Oh lord! Yeah, I I, I kind of joked about that. We were watching about it. It's like what what if somebody gets hungry? I just, oh god! <laughs> but yeah, it's like that was the. That was the, that was the. Fr- I have not seen a transformation that horrifying or anything to that extent in a or in a People, in a fantasy film of that kind since the gingerbread man scene from The Brothers Grimm with Heath Ledger. People, it's become clear neither one of us fucking like this film. Okay, okay. Not even our friend Morgan, who was nostalgic for the original, liked it. And I, I just it it. Oh Lord, there's so many things about if they're just wrong mm-hmm. in so many levels <laughs> aside from Octavia, Sp- Octavia Spencer and the the what was the guy's name Stanley Tucci not, not uh, Stanley Tucci I was actually talking about the the, the, the young kid's name aside Jazir from Jazir Kadim Bruno yes him I, I'm, I'm sorry I, I, I could I can't pronounce that name we'll just call him uh, the young Bruno yes uh they were like the only enjoyable part about this film, I well, yeah, I, even... I actually don't even mind Kristen Chenoweth with the way she mouths the mouth, uh, uh, voice the character. I don't understand what the point of her was because, like, I'm glad that they gave the the pet mice some involvement as an actual character, but it's like she brings up on how, like, oh, I used to be uh, a child before I was a mouse, so it's like she's been through this before. But it's like, I mean, she does bring up it's like some people do get freaked out by mice, but it's like. Why didn't you say anything when Octavia Spencer was talking about witches and she actually knew she was a she's had experience with the same crisis you had? I just or better yet, it's like as, you don't really know much else about her. As actually. far as acting, I didn't mind the way she voiced voiced the the, the the character. Yeah, I don't really see the point in her part. It just there there's there's there are so many God, there are so many things wrong with this film. It's not even mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, and even. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Even even the Bruno Jenkins that they have in this movie is like it's. He's less memorable than the one in the original, honestly. Because at least that kid made his performance worthwhile. I've come to collect. I just. It, 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 actually, that that entire scene from her, them taking off their their costumes to her sniffing the kid out like a freaking dog. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Right now, you're not a Dalmatian, okay? Stop sniffing. Give her a prosthetic nose. You don't need the CGI moments of her no- of her nostrils flaring up. And then the entire scene of give me my chocolate, oh, come here, little boy, that was so drawn out. People, don't don't watch this film. This honestly, is a... at this point, I'm getting tired of talking. This film is so annoyingly bad. This is crap. Like, I'm... Like... 
I can't even describe. I got more mad about this than I thought I would. Honestly. Like I said, I had so many high hopes because of Anne Hathaway and Octavius, Octavius Spencer. Guillermo del Toro. Exactly. And I actually got really excited when I found out that he was, was, was part. And I was like... and I got I excited like, when I found out that this was coming out on time on streaming as opposed to like being safer with the theatrical version thank goodness they made with that decision because i think i would have been even more mad if i had to pay for a ticket for this but like just about everything about this movie was just crap we, i think we, we got it yeah uh <laughs> i'm sorry I just, there's not much else i can say that won't just be like a repeat so i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm saying how i feel had this been directed by Guillermo del Toro, or better yet, had this oh, been God, directed been by... So... At least he at least does research and knows how to turn... I guarantee you he would have used practical effects as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think a lot of this has to do with Robert Zemeckis just not really... Forgetting what del Toro and Barris had written, I'm probably guessing Roald Dahl probably wouldn't give a shit about this, but it's like, then again, well, he hated most of his adaptations. This kind but... of questioning... As to whether Anne Hathaway's performance in this was strictly based on her own thoughts of what the character needed to look like, or if she was basing her character on, on what she was told to make the, her performance on. Because from what I know, there are some directors out there who tell them, act it out this way or act it out that way. Mm-hmm. And there are also some directors who just give the actors the freedom to create the character in the way that they actually see it. So a part of me wonders if her entire performance was strictly based on what the director thought that the character should be should be like, how, how the character should sound, how the character should act, how the character should move, etc. Or if the char- her character was strictly based on the way she thought it should be played. Because her character definitely reminded me of her character on Alice in Wonderland. Way more overacted. To the point where it was obnoxiously annoying, and yeah. a part of me wonders a if lot that of the time I couldn't tell choice. what she was saying. Yes, and 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 that's like I said. A part of me, I, and I can't. I'm starting to realize I can't necessarily entirely blame it on her because, like I said, that may not have been her choice. She may have just been following what it was the director wanted her to do. I mean, her character in this movie made me angry, like legit angry. I was literally annoyed by it, and that's why I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to think like, okay, because I'm starting to remember now that. There are certain movies where I've heard that the directors, sometimes the director themselves will want the actor to play a certain way, or mm-hmm. sometimes they'll, they'll just give actors that freedom to create the character however they, they, they feel it should, they, they see the character being in the script for them. You so, know, I think what, the more you, you I think see, about you it... You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, I'm probably thinking like this is one of those cases where it's like... Uh, maybe like the camera was rolling during like one of those like practice takes like uh okay give this your 11 and then it's like you secretly record them and it's like uh they give this like really bad and over-the-top performance and then it's like all right i think i got it out let's go right and just... cut and they're like wait were you rolling and i'm like no like i said it's just it was it's 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 like i said i i just i can't entirely blame her unless i know fully that that was completely her, or that was completely them, or it was a, a combination of I think like, it's a collaboration. Combination. How did you think that that was a good idea? So yeah. until until I find out otherwise, I cannot entirely be mad at her 
for the way that this turned out, because like it may not entirely be her fault. No, she I... She may have just been following direction, for, for, uh, guidance from the director himself. Yeah, I squarely put this on Zemeckis, because, like, he... You know, and it, and it kind of happens. Like, you know, it's like some people, some big directors, like, have a moment of success, and then they kind of fall out for a little bit. It's like, it, it happens. And this was just one of those cases where it didn't work. It's just kind of fallen into the same category as Spielberg and Lucas, where it's like, you had a successful run, but it's like, you kind of let special effects get a, get the best of you, and now that's what you think about, as opposed to, like, getting the better story out first. This obviously gets thumbs down from both of us. Oh, yeah, no. D- I, d- yeah, no. This is definitely not something I would recommend to anybody to watch. Even if it is free on HBO Max it's like, to stream, it's like, I definitely would not recommend it. It's like, go watch the original. It's like, yeah, it's a little hokier in some places, but in terms of getting a more satisfying film, it's like, this is, um, this is probably the better option, honestly. I'm still not big on the film. The first, I mean, it was okay. I didn't, I, it's not like I hated the first film or anything like that. It was, uh, but. But in comparison. Oh, yeah, comparison. If you were to switch up the first grandmother and grandson for Octavius Hunter in this case, probably would be better. <laughs> I just had a, I just thought it was confusing that they decided to put it in America as opposed to Britain. Like, they didn't really do, or, uh, yeah, it's like they didn't really do much with it. Especially with it also taking place in the 1960s. Like, honestly, it would have made... Honestly, I think it would have been even more funny if it, took, if it still took place in England and they were talking about, we're going to America in this pandemic? Are you sure, Grandma? It's just... It's, it's <laughs> establishing that, oh, witches are in the filthiest of places. Well, America is currently filthy. See something else. Mm-hmm. W- w- watch a different movie, because this, this, this was not good. Watch The Witch. <laughs> I mean, that's a better witch film, honestly. Watch Practical Magic. Watch The Craft. Watch Hocus Pocus, even. <laughs> that's a much funner Watch one. Halloween Town. Hey, I like those movies. We're not saying those are bad. We're saying those are better <laughs> options than this crappy remake. I and... mean, you really can't go wrong with Debbie Reynolds and, 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 and uh, what the hell's her name? <laughs> I forget. My God. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> Oh my god, this is horrible. I know her last name's Brown, but what the hell's her first name? Kimberly J. Brown, there you go. I was about to say Julie, but I know that's not right. <laughs> Kimberly J. Brown and Debbie Reynolds, okay? You cannot go wrong with either of them in Halloween Town or Halloween Town 2, alright? Just go watch those compared to this, one, this shit film, okay? Just go watch them. And if you have my recommendation and looking for a better... Halloween film uh, that's better horror comedy for the whole family. Um, put on Beetlejuice. <laughs> that's one of the only few PG films where you could hear an F-bomb. Oh my god. What? It's true. Actually, I thought Beetlejuice was stupid. There's nothing wrong with that, people. Don't put other people down for the, their, their movie preferences. This is right. all open opinion, everybody. Yeah, this is a exactly. safe place. <laughs> Anyways, uh, to wrap this up, this is uh, another session of Thumbs Up or Down. You decide. I'm Eric Trapel. I'm Melissa Leach. And joining us has been Maya Taylor. Hey. And we will see you all next time. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye.